Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello, and welcome again to Charles Kelly Money Tips. Thanks for tuning in on Facebook Live and to my podcast, which is on Apple and Stitcher. And you can also catch up with my blog on moneytipsdaily.com. Now, I've made that statement there on, on the heading. You don't make a billion. You take a billion and make things by paying people slave wages they can barely live on. Now, this is what a politician uh, recently said. Now, you might be thinking this is a... Uh, some radical left-wing politician, uh, Jeremy Corbyn, or somebody from uh, Venezuela. But actually, it's an American congresswoman, and um, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is uh, a congressman in, in New York. And she's, she's a young, uh, very bright lady. And uh, she, she came top cum laude in her, in her university, comes from fairly humble backgrounds, not, you know, that like dirt poor or anything but her dad had cancer and they, they struggled to pay the 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 fees because the insurance ran out i think that's probably uh influenced her politics because you know they, they nearly lost their house and she had to go out working as a waitress and 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 all this sort of stuff and she said when she uh got elected she was working in a restaurant as a waitress so obviously this has had a profound effect on on her life and her politics are considered sort of very left-wing and radical in america here she would just be you know a member of maybe the liberal or the labor party um you know and and in most of europe she'd just be considered to be a social democrat but over there she's like almost a communist because she she advocates things like free health care for all uh, free college education and higher taxes for the very wealthy and more control over the the financial sector so to me her policies don't seem that radical but in america she's uh, she's stirring up quite a, a storm on on the internet and she won a seat against all the odds. She didn't have much funding, but somehow, you know, so, so she's very electable um, and very articulate, looks great and, you know, puts the message across very well. However, to say that all billionaires make their money on the back of slave labor and slave wages is, I, I think, very unfair. Um, and if you look just back at history, you know, one of the, the richest men in industrial America was Henry Ford of Fords. And he actually started his company and increased wages. He paid, I think it might have been five dollars a, a day or an hour. Or something. It, it was some figure that he broke through this barrier and paid higher wages. And of course, people flocked to Detroit to work for Fords. And that, that, that was part of it. it, it you know, he, he wanted to give everyone a fair wage, a fair system, a good pension, good benefits and this sort of thing. We've seen this with other companies like Cadbury's in the UK, John Lewis, Marks and Spencer. They give good benefits to, to people, to their staff. They look after their staff. And in fact, he then built a multi-billion dollar company and almost um, single-handedly uh, transformed the American economy from this you know, make things one at a time to to the assembly line, you know, division of labor um, and, 
you know, he, trans he helped to transform the American economy in, in that way. And he made cars available to the masses. You know, the Model T Ford, as, as they called it, was, was available to the masses. And he famously said, you can have it in any colour you like, as long as it's black uh, and, and so on. Um, and so you've got to say that he, he didn't do this on the back of, of slave wages. He paid good wages and... You know, he was a remarkable guy. I think he, he, he had hardly any schooling, left school very young. Um, and, you know, and, and although he was not educated formally, he, he was a very intelligent guy and, and built this this huge uh, multinational company, which still exists today. One of the, the few companies from that era that's still still around. And, and, and you go back to, to more modern times, you know, I don't think you could accuse Bill Gates of paying low wages when, in fact, his company actually helped to create many millionaires, maybe thousands of millionaires through, you know, the early people who joined him through stock options, high pay rate. You know, people are queuing up to work for the likes of, you know, billionaire billionaires like, like the founders of Google and Facebook and, and Apple because, you know, they... they they, they pay fantastic wages and, and great benefits. They have a whole city inside their companies where you can get your laundry done for free and you've got free childcare and all this sort of stuff. I mean, the, 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 these tech companies don't make uh, a, a lot of money by sort of keeping people down and paying low wages. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are a few billionaires that make their money that way, but I, I've found that the majority of successful companies, like I've mentioned a few before, Cadbury's and, and um, uh Marks and Spencers and you know th these sort of companies have built their reputation and built their businesses on paying good wages and, and, and having good staff benefits and being fair to everybody. John Lewis is another one. They have a, a partnership system where all the employees become partners and get a share of the profits every year. And, and these things have worked out well for them. And, and it's good business sense as well. But they wanted to do something more than just make money. And... I, I I find that the fly-by-night companies, the companies that try and skim everybody, and you know they're they're the companies that don't last. That that's my opinion. Now, just just as as this as I was researching this, the Sunday Times as as this weekend published a, a new top taxpayer leading taxpayer list where they they've listed the amount of tax paid by the rich. Now every year they have their rich list where they show how much they're worth and that sort of thing. But this is a new thing showing the taxpayers, how much the, the top taxpayers in the company. They, they show the top top 50 taxpayers. So you can look this up in the UK, the Sunday Times. And top of the list was Stephen Rubin, who is the majority of share, majority shareholder of JD Sports. They've got thousands of shops all over the country. They employ thousands of people. And he paid £181 million in tax last year. Just him. That's not including what the company paid and how much the company contributes to to the to the government and the the treasury. Uh, another billionaire, Denise Coates, who built up the the, the Bet Three Six Five gambling empire from a from a very small. The company had a small um, uh, betting shop chain, but you know she's built it up into an online super company, and she paid. 156 million pounds in taxes last year so you know that's, that's quite remarkable and the sunday times list demonstrates that the, the high earners contribute actually hundreds of millions if not billions to the to the uk economy through you know the people they employ and through their net taxes um and and other richest i mean i don't know if you know this but a lot of people think the rich don't pay much tax you say oh the rich should pay more tax but actually the the, the richest one percent in the uk contribute 28 percent of all income tax 
Did you know that? The richest 1% contribute 28% of all income tax. So if you said to them, if you scared them off, what would happen to that money? Where is that money going to come from? Um, and notable high taxpayers include Sir James Dyson, David and Victoria Beckham. They paid about 12 million. J.K. Rowling, the author of uh, the Harry Potter series. She still lives in the UK. So, you know, these people could easily just disappear. But they, they, they're, they're, they're here paying their fair share because the, the taxes are not that high in the UK. They're, they're fair, I think. They are, they're, 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 you know, higher than some countries, like Monaco, for instance. But who, who wouldn't you get bored living in Monaco? You know, you, you want to live in a country where, you know, you've got more than just a, a tax haven there and sunshine. Um, you know, and other, other people... Uh, you could mention it's so a Jim Ratcliffe. Now he he's built uh, a massive business called Ineos. He's a billionaire, he's one of the richest men in the country. He had a tax liability of 110 million. Mike Ashley, the another guy who owns a sports chain, Sports Direct, heavily criticised all the time, uh, especially by fans of Newcastle Football Club, which he owns. But he paid 30 million in taxes last year. So politicians who go on about the rich paying their fair share. We heard this before the election. I won't mention by but who said this. Uh, you know, they, they need to focus on the amount of tax collected, the tax take rather than the tax rate. Because if you just hike up the tax rate, like like they like the, the Labour government did in the 70s, people, you know, the top richest, uh, the top tax rate was at the highest rate was 98%. So on the top slice of your income, you were paying 98%. You weren't paying 98% on the whole lot, but on certain top slices of your, your income, you were paying up to 98%. And this was in the 1970s. And what did it do? It just drove people away. They had to leave. I remember the Rolling Stones said they were paying so much in tax, they were going broke. They had to leave the country. Now they're back here, aren't they? They live here now. Well, I, I, I know Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, they live here now. They pay taxes. So... You know, if if you if if you just do that, then what what are you going to do? You're going to scare people away, and that will discourage investment. That that will discourage businessmen to come here and invest and and keep their businesses here. You know, London has become a place where a lot of billionaires want to live. Why? Because there's a fair tax system. It's safe. You have rule of law. You have. Uh, a, it's a good place to live. Now, many people don't like that, but they, they, they also create a lot of employment. There's this trickle-down effect of the people they employ, the money they bring into the country. You know, and a lot of people want to drive them away and tax them on every bit of wealth they've got all over the world. Right? I, I mean, I, I don't particularly agree with that. And this has got nothing to do with politics. It's, it's to do with common sense. And another recent example, look at when they increased uh, stamp duty on the, the, the multi-million pound properties. They put it up so high that what had happened, people stopped buying those properties and now the tax take, the amount they've collected in tax has gone down. And this often happens when you, you make taxes too high because people just do something to avoid it. They just don't don't participate anymore. So well, what's the point? I'm not gonna do that anymore. And that, that often happens. Now we need taxes to, to run society, obviously, but they need to be fair and balanced so that people have an incentive to work hard and build businesses and, and, and make gains and employ people. You know, if you have employment laws like, like you do in France it's, and, and high taxes on employment, it, it, it doesn't encourage people to be employed. Uh, it doesn't encourage people to employ companies to employ people it's very hard when you've got that situation this is why a lot of people french people live here actually in london um so countries like 
you know, Hong Kong and Singapore are, are model examples of, of, of countries that attract businesses and people because they have an attractive tax system, which is fair, which people are happy to pay and they don't have a need to evade those taxes. So so that's my message today, really, is um, don't be jealous of the rich. Uh, think of them as contributing a lot to society. And this is what I say in, in my book. Yes, money can buy you happiness, which is not on Amazon. I say that if your your mindset is saying, you know, the rich are all greedy, they're thieves, they don't pay tax, they should be, you know, taxed to the hilt and let's tax them up there. And the, the old labour thing was until the pips squeak. Um, we're going to tax the rich until the pips squeak and squeeze them dry almost. You know, that, that was a, a, a labour politician who said that many years ago. But if you have that attitude towards the wealthy and towards successful people, how can you be successful yourself? Because you're... you're, you're you're automatically saying that these people are bad. So why would you want to be bad as well? So that's what I talk about in the book to to change your mindset, to, to, to believe that not all, you know, businessmen are portrayed in the media and on, on films and that sort of thing as, as you know, crooks and uh, ruthless people who cuts down anybody in their sight and, you know, doing criminal things and, and greedy and all this sort of stuff. But, it, but it's not true. I, I've met many, many, many wealthy people who are very generous. They're generous not only with the tax they pay, but they're generous with the time they give to charity, the money they give to charity, and they're usually nice people. Now, yeah, there are, at, at the very top, you have got ruthless um, billionaires because that some of them are just, just like that. They, they just want to get to the top at all costs. But in general, wealthy people, I, I've found in my experience, are, are usually nice people. And, and in fact, um, it's been talked about by T. T. Harv Eker in the, the, the Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, you know, that um, he said the same thing that, you know, you, you find that these people are not as bad as, as they are portrayed. They're normal people. They're wealthy people, but they're also nice and give back to society. And, you know, when I raise money through Rotary, the Rotary Club, um, it, it's normally the wealthy and and the, the busy and the successful people that seem to to find the time to, to do things. Now you go, oh, of course, that's easy when you've got money. But no, it's not easy. When you're, you're running the business, when I was running the business working you know, six and seven days a week, it was very hard to find the time. But funny, those people who are busy and those people who've, who are working hard and, and doing the most seem to find the time to, to, to turn up for an event like on, on Saturday we had a quiz night. They're the ones who turn up for the event and they, they bring a few friends along. They, 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 they contribute, they participate participate and it's the people that you know do nothing all day and sitting and watching tv and say, well i've got the time to do that i've got the time to go to these events you know why not and, and they're the same people who haven't got time to clear up their front garden and wash their cars and keep their house clean no i've got time i've got time you know i'm unemployed I, i've got time so just 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 try to have that mindset and and not you know, think badly about people who are successful, because then how can you be successful if your your mind is 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 full of jealousy and envy and hate towards the, the successful people? So thanks for listening, and thanks for those people who tuned in on uh, on 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 Facebook Live. Great to see you, uh, Anthony there, Tracy there. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll, I will speak to you again. So bye for now. This has been Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 